credits. I went to a restaurant and the waiter said, Would you like to hear today's special? I said, Yes, please. He said, Sure thing. Today is special. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name is Not John. And together we're Henry and Not John coming at you to discuss the current cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist. That there indeed zeitgeist. Jamie? Oh, that is my name. This is Jamie, everybody. Hi. I I might have set that up a little bit different, but usually (laughs) when I start an episode, I do that little thing. I do my little speech and I go, John? Like that? Oh, does he go, Henry? No, I do it. Oh. I go, John, and then we launch into whatever the hell we're going to talk about for this first 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) Yes, a brief warm-up of 10 to 15 minutes, which is enough time to go to the grocery store and back, depending on how close you live to the grocery store. What? What? (laughs) What are you saying? I'm saying that I wish we lived very close to a very accessible grocery store, because that way, if you're in the middle of cooking something and you forgot an ingredient... You don't have to just scratch that entire part I don't, of your plan. I don't want to blow up your spot right now, but we are less than five minutes to one of the biggest grocery stores in the area. Yeah, but the lines are long. Well, that is true, but there are a lot of lines open. That's not the point. The point is, Jamie, you are officially on your first ever Zero Credits podcast episode. I am honored and honored. Why? Be- this is... The This was my last chance to be on an official episode appearing as Jamie Oh, you said your full name. Whoops. Do you want to do that? Whoops. Do you want to use your full name? Um, We've never used our full okay, name no. on the podcast. Well, yeah, it's Jamie Maiden name here. <laughs> we'll bleep that out. No worries. So this is your last chance to be on the podcast as a single lady. Uh Single, a single lady, lady, put your hands up. Not you. You're not a single lady. I thought you were robbing me. I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah, yeah. It's an exciting time, and so now if I come on the podcast, I'll just be your wife, just boring wife. Your my, my <laughs> why are you going to be boring? Are you po- so it's wait? What hold happens on, hold when on. you turn into a wife? You suddenly forget all the cool things. You you become a spinster. Wait, no, spinsters don't get married. Yeah, spinster is the opposite of a wife. Oh. That's oxymoronic. Wait, so if... Hold on. (laughs) The physics of women. They either either get married and become a boring wife, or they don't get married and they become a boring spinster. Do women just get bored? I don't think spinsters are boring. Are they they not? They all have very interesting stories. Either they have tons of cats, which makes them a little crazy. That's kind of boring. Hey. Or they spend all their time with individual hobbies like crocheting. Spinning. Maybe it's spinning. Spinning wool for the knitting they're going to do. I don't know. That's a joke. Women do not get boring with age. That's a joke. I also do not feel that I'm going to become a boring lady. Then why did you put it forth that way? Because... For anyone who doesn't know, we're getting married this week. <gasps> This week. Also, John is sick. I think I should have prefaced <laughs> all of this with the reason why Jamie is here. John came down with a very deathly illness. Not deathly. That would mean he's dying. I hope he's not dying. John came down with a very voice-robbing illness, and he sent to me at 4 p.m. today, I cannot be on the podcast. Please find a guest. 
and John Mulaney still won't answer our tweets, so Jamie is here. Either way, you're getting a J. Well, yeah, that's the rule. It has to be a J. It has to be a J. To be a full official episode. I was going through all of my friends, and it has to be a J, which is weird, because we've had guests on the show before who didn't have J names, but John was here, so I guess it canceled out. Hey, everybody. John here. Just wanted to chime in, say hi. Uh, Didn't feel right having the episode go out without me in it in some way. I just want to let you guys know that the uh, illness that I uh, came down with turned out to be the flu, or, well, it was flu-like illness is what they called it. They couldn't tell me for sure, because when I asked them to do the mouth swab test for the flu, they said, well, you told us you haven't had a fever for more than 24 hours, and you're largely asymptomatic other than laryngitis and some hoarseness, and some congestion, so there's no point in us doing it. All we can do is treat the symptoms because the worst has passed, which is crazy to me because that means doctors can just, like, take you at your word, which makes me think that there must be some kind of lucrative scheme for lying to doctors. I've got to think about that some more. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Yeah, there must always be a J on the zero credits well, yeah. That's an official rule. It's Z-C-P-C-W-H-J. It's literally yeah. the last letter of our full show acronym. Saving the best for last. Our shacronym, Shac- if you will. <laughs> and uh, so there has to be a J in the show, and this week's J is Jamie, and next week's J will not happen because we're going to be in Vegas. Next time's J will still be John again. Unless John records an episode with somebody who has an H name, I don't know. Good luck with that, John. Yeah. So, yeah, we're getting married. It's very exciting. Yeah. But when I asked you if you would be on the podcast, you said, I'm very stressed and this might take my mind off of it. So we're not going to talk about the wedding, right? Nope. We're... Scratch everything we've recorded in the last five minutes. Well, we haven't said anything about the wedding. or um, That's you know. true. That is true. You know, I've actually forgotten what it is I'm stressed about. So That's this great. Is, this is good. We are accomplishing our goals. Are we? Sure. Are there goals? What? Are you goal-oriented? My, my goal right now is to have one of those beers that have been sitting over there, and you didn't let me have one before we started. Well, that's because we always open beers on the podcast and talk about them. This week's episode is brought to you by uh, Shiner Ruby Redbird. My favorite. It's Jamie's favorite. Hence why it's on the show. Oh, it's for me. Rather than the exciting conclusion to the trilogy, I was setting up about our wedding beers. Uh, Sadly, that's not going to happen because I didn't go to the store after work. You didn't have 15 minutes to spare. No, I just didn't want to. (laughs) That's a good uh, beer also, but this one is my favorite. It It has a picture of a grapefruit on it. I don't know anything about beer, so I'm a terrible person to talk to about this. Um, all I know is that I don't like most beers, but this one is nice. So this is a, it, it, it's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> says it's a citrus, wait. Where does it say that? It has ginger and grapefruit in it. Uh, and it says, brewed with Texas ruby red grapefruit juice and with natural and ginger flavors added. So normally a beer will give you what type of beer it is on the label, but this one's just a fruity beer. 
that's very crisp, refreshing, and uh, it's sessionable, meaning you can drink a lot of them in the same session, and you don't get too drunk. Yeah. This, I can't, I can't find it anywhere. Can't find what? What type of beer it is? It just says, there's nothing finer, and that is not a type of beer. That is a type of beer. This is a finer beer. <laughs> it's so finer, a it's finer. made by Shriner. That's not what they're called. Uh, <laughs> Shiner. Shriners are the ones that help burn the kids. And they have the cool hats. And yeah. they ride in the parade. So we're going to be drinking these, maybe all of them, maybe not, during this episode, depending on how fast we drink. Hmm. And we've got, we've got stuff to talk about. There is stuff. We've prepared content. We have. And by we, I mean Jamie. I have. Jamie I have. has, per, she has, she, look. It's such when short I, notice. When I first asked her, would she be on the pot, podcast, the podcast, <laughs> she said, oh boy, don't do that. Oops. Because I just have so much content prepared. Don't have me on the podcast. Because my content will just... You have to hold it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, For those of you who don't know, Jamie put her beer down on the table where the microphone is. What a mistake. a proper person. What a mistake. But she said, don't have me on the podcast. I'm too prepared. Yeah. This is literally the words that fell out of my mouth and threw my fingers into the text message that I was sending. And I think she sent... I'm going to quote you here. Uh, don't even prepare any content yourself because I'm going to take care of the entire episode. I got you, boo. Boo? <laughs> You've never called me that. Um, new tradition. When you turn into a wife, certain words are added to your vocabulary, one of them being boo. We've never used nicknames that are not based around your name. What about I sleepy call- face? Well, that's your name. <laughs> No, I call you, sometimes I will call you Jane. Yeah. That's about it. I have none for you. That's because I am nickname resistant. Whatever you say, sh- We're bleeping that. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Whatever you say. We'll figure out nicknames eventually. Nope. I think married people have to have nicknames for it, each other. Is that a rule? I don't. No. So have I been married to you this entire time? But I don't have a nickname for you. Oh, so wait. So when therefore, both, when, when both parties are married, therefore the consensual nicknaming of the other is complete. But wait, what? What? Um, it's the other way around. When both individuals have a nickname for each other, they are married. Mm, well, I got to get to thinking real fast. I know because we're getting married on Saturday. What about? Henny. <laughs> Henny and the Jets. <laughs> we can't take sips at the same time. What are you doing to me? No, someone has someone has to be talking. You'll cut it out. No, no. I'm going to leave it in. Ah, rude. Uh, so, this is your first official episode of Zero Credits. You were on a less than zero before. I was. I think. Yeah. What did, We talked about... We sat on my living room floor and my... Where I, I currently live in my current apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talked t- about the America talent. What's that called? Oh, my word. America's Miss America. Ta- oh, Miss, Miss America pageant. We did? Yes. That's not what I remember. I Among remember- other things, because the one of the former Miss Americas had just... No, the current Miss America had just released a letter about how she had been treated throughout the process. And oh. what her thoughts were... Of the entire organization. Okay. 
Um, Your memory is a lot better than mine. I remember we talked about living together. Oh, yeah. We did do that. Yeah, that's all I remember. Okay. Very memorable episode. (laughs) What a great time. And we're reliving it for you right now. If you want, you can scroll through and listen to it yourself and then see how wrong we are about remembering things. I mean, that's what we always encourage our listeners to do, our fans, is to call us on our stuff. Please do. Go back and listen to things and, and then correct us. Send Henry and John an angry tweet and don't include me in it because not my fault. Oh, it's I'm your out. fault. It's all your fault. Thanks. Everything. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what I'm what I was trying to say is this is a completely different thing. The, yes. the podcast episode. We, get, we there there are rules you got to follow and content you must prepare. Content you must prepare, and of course, whenever. A guest comes on to ZCPC, mm. or whatever we call the Zero Credits Podcast. Whenever a guest comes on, it, it is their duty to introduce a segment. Oh. We did it to Maddie. That's and, right. And we got Maggie's, Maddie's segments of segments or something like that. Yes, that's Of right. segmented things. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Natalie was on? Uh, never with me. That was with John. Ah, that's a Less Than yeah. Zero episode. Uh, when Logan came on, we played Dungeons and Dragons. So indeed, that, we did that. When Michael was on, we did a horrible supplemental reading of, of Gravity <laughs> Falls that we should go back and revisit it's sometime. Such a good show! I would I would watch that show again with you if you did another supplemental reading. I, I yeah, in a heartbeat. Me too. Our children will watch that show. Uh, okay, eventually. now here's a question. Yes, because they they recently they had the do dub over something and gra- and gravity falls they had to dub it over some allegations came out against a certain individual uh louis ck and they dubbed over his guest spot now i the the version of the 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 show that i have has him in it okay and the the new newly released like box set of dvds and blu-ray what have you yeah don't have him in it who do they have well, uh, Alex Hirsch dubbed over oh, so Louis C.K.'s lines. He was the voice. Okay. What version do we show our kids? Mm. <laughs> Very important. What a formative moment. Oh, yeah. Especially because they won't see a face at all. It's just a voice. It's just a voice. It's just a, like a little cameo during the weird Mageddon. Mm. And it's less than a minute tops, and they won't have any of the... Of the connection to the the out... I don't know why they dubbed it over. It was really weird. It's weird. Well, to our children, that will be just an unrecognizable voice anyway, because they will never be exposed to Louis C.K. At all? I don't think so. Ever? Hey, well, let's hope nobody else gets exposed to Louis C.K. in the future either. Hey, ah, zingers, I got the zingers, I got the jokes, even though I'm sick. There's this person who's trying to remove the... There's this person who's trying to digitally remove the rat from the end of The Departed. He needs $4,000 to do it, and he's on GoFundMe or Kickstarter. And yeah, that's important because it's a forced metaphor, but I also want to raise money to edit Kevin Spacey out of Baby Driver. Anyway, bye. The only thing I could conceivably see showing them is the Secret Life of Pets movie. No, that movie was trash. That, but it was an animated kids movie. That's the only thing I could see potentially yeah. coming up. And and it did get a sequel. 
I know. I don't know if Louie's in it. Um, I don't know. I know that Tiffany Haddish is in it. She plays the little kitty cat. She plays a cat? Yeah. I don't I, know who that is. But it's a small cat. I love Tiffany Haddish. She is a very funny lady. And she's like a celebrity who still hasn't really come to terms with her celebrity. You know? Like, she... she it's a big spoke. She's the spokesperson for Groupons because she uses Groupons regularly. Um, she was the voice of Queen Whenever I w- Whatever I Wanna Be in uh, Lego, Lego Movie, Movie 2. Two. She is yeah, really she's fun. been around. Yeah, and she does all sorts of um, comedy movies. She's been in independent projects as well as like big blockbuster type releases in the middle of summer. The like summer fun girls movies. There's one called Girls Trip with Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. I think you're just highlighting how much John and I don't pay attention. Well, I'm, it was fun. It was an enjoyable movie. Oh, yeah. Just, and, we, we never talk about Girls Trip or Tiffany Haddish or Lego Movie 2. What a shame. You're missing out on Tiffany Haddish, We have a Haddish huge listeners. blind spot, I think, is what we're learning. I will be happy to pipe in with extra info whenever you guys wish. Well, when, also, you, when you move in to the Zero Credits, Two Bath, Two Bed Apartment <laughs> Studios, uh, you, you'll just be in an, another room and we'll just call you in. Perfect. Say, give us give us five minutes on what, what's going on in your cultural sphere. Yeah. And uh, then we'll, we'll be closer to the goal of making this a talk show. All right. Well, ooh, do I get a segment name? Well, if you... Like- Oh, now a word from Jamie or something like that. It would be cleverer than that. Yeah. Well, wife it's... corner. <laughs> <laughs> now we're tuning it over to the wife corner. Ha, <laughs> huh, yes, I'm here on location sitting in the corner as the wife. I said talk show and we just did news we show did. Why? references. That's Why lame. Why we do it? But the point at hand is... There are things. You need to... You need, it is your time right now to introduce a segment to the ZCPC canon, and you're on the spot, you've got no time to think, go! This one is called, What Didn't We Watch? What Didn't We Watch? What Didn't We Watch? So you took an old, time-honored classic and flipped it. I did indeed, because we're taking the time-honored classic of ZCPCWHJ with John and flipping it into a ZCPCWHJ with Jamie. All right, so instead of... Because John and I, we are cultural uh, gluttons. Indeed. All we do is just peer our eyes over every little piece of culture we can get in order to consume it and regurgitate it on the show. Yes. And I don't think you do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Um, also, I feel that something that works very well is between you and John, with your varied enough interests, you capture quite a large, you, like you cast a fairly wide net. And most of the things I see and go do are with you. So chances are, if you haven't seen something, I probably also did not see it. Um, but will, we could go from there. Yeah, I, I will say I did watch The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I did not watch that. So. On, on Netflix. So there's there's our one area of difference. All right. What didn't you watch? What didn't you watch? And now it's time for the guest to sing the, the, the song for the, the segment that she just introduced. I just sang it. Oh. What didn't you watch? Now, I'm no singer. Is yes. that was that would that really constitute a song? That was top notch 
opera worthy perfection and how dare you oh what well, suggest all otherwise right. uncultured so, swine i am uncultured <laughs> henry know. swine henry swine what didn't you watch how does this segment go what, what do we do this segment combines the title um, and the combination of that time-honored segment with also a big cultural zeitgeist happening that's happening on Sunday, which is the Oscars. Our flight to... Oh, I thought the big cultural event <laughs> was our flight to Vegas. But yeah, the Oscars are happening. At the same time as our flight to Vegas. So I hope we get to watch at least part of it. They're not at the same time. That'll be what didn't we watch later. No, they're later. Is it? Because it's on the West Coast. Yeah. And everything on the West Coast is later? Um. N- no? No. Why I mean, every, something happening right here at 6 p.m. is happening, if it's a live stream, at, at 4, 4 o'clock oh, on the West Coast. No. So, we might miss the beginning. But, we'll see all the good stuff at the end. We're going to miss the monologue by the famed and super great host. Insert host name here. There is none. We don't. Who is it? Who's there's the no host. host. There's not. Wait. There's, there's no host. The Oscars has no host. How? They're gonna do a rotating present presentation thing. A rotating like just. You know how they would get people to like introduce each segment. They're gonna yeah. do that just the entire time. No MC. But who's gonna give the catchy monologue song? See, and here's the thing. Who's going to start it? I don't think they know. I don't think this thing's ever going to start. Maybe it's just going to be the announcer dude who always starts everything. (laughs) He's going to be like, welcome to the 704th Academy Awards. Here to introduce our first award is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they could. They could very well do that. Okay, I'm calling it right now. And when I am wrong, you get to decide something. Write in and yell at my wife. My soon-to-be wife. I will be wife at that point. My then-wife. Then wife. Then to be wife. My then to be wife. Right in the yell, my wife. Perfect. Um, okay, so since the Oscars will be a happening, um, I thought it would be cool to get the list of all the nominations. Nominees? Nominees, that's what that is called. A list of all the nominees and just go through, see what we have, have not seen. I have some of these. I think are on my list of things I had wished I had seen, yeah. but never got around to. This is insane to me because we watched thirty to forty movies last year. We did because we got we, the theater we go. They have an awards program, and there's a level for watching thirty to forty movies or going for thirty to forty visits. And we we earned that level. So we, I want to say, we watched way too many movies, and still we have not seen a majority of these nominees. Yep, that's how it goes, because we go for fun movies. Um, well, maybe fun movies need to be nominated for them their Oscar. They should. They so really should. So let's go. Let's get started with What Didn't You Watch? Blah, 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 like swelling trumpet music. Ooh, like the Oscars. Like the Oscars, yeah. Yes, I love it. You'll put that in in post. No. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot of work to find trumpets that are... Free and non-suable. Mm. <clears throat> well, let's get right into it. 
shall we start with the best picture ones? Yeah, sure. Um, Which nine movies are nominated for best picture? Oh, it is nine. You're right. That's a lot. It is can, it always nine? It can be up to ten, but they never do it. Why? It used to be five. Yeah. Then it was increased to ten, and since it was increased to ten, it's only ever been nine. I guess because they're just leaving that slot open, so everyone feels like, <laughs> if only, that could have been me. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it, an honorary <laughs> last spot for all the other movies. It, it's kind of like that professor who's like, no one ever gets a hundred. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, some other movie could have done so, you know, a little bit better and got that 10th slot. Dumb. Yeah, dumb. Anyway, that's why the Oscars have been running long so re- so long yeah, recently because there's way movies. too many movies yeah. in the individual spot for each of them. Yep. Okay, side note before we get into this. Something that is bothering me about this year's Oscars is they're not going to do all of the nominees for best song oh, yeah. as a performance on the show, which is rude because that is why I watch the Oscars. Because I like to see live performances as a theater buff slash singer slash actor person. I thought I read that Lady Gaga like petitioned them to do all of the songs. That would be news to me. And I see I'm not keeping up with things. You gotta make me factual. All I know is that my favorite person on Broadway right now, Lin-Manuel Miranda. You gotta say it. What? Lin-Manuel Miranda. What about him? You gotta say his name. Why would I have to say his name when in the middle of you talking? Why would I interrupt oh, what you were going to say? You always do. Every time I say Lin-Manuel Miranda, you always interrupt. I have no idea what you're talking about. There is no recorded evidence <laughs> of that ever happening. And look, why would I disparage the name of Ben Malfambadandas? Exactly. Why would I ever do that? The man is a nice man. He's doing great thing for Puerto Rico. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel like Dendel Bandananas should not have his name dragged through the mud by me. Well, that's kind of you. So, anyway, he, all I saw was that he was, he tweeted and he was sad because, um, his song, one of the songs he wrote for Mary Poppins Returns is up for, uh, best song. And I don't even know what song it is. That's how terrible I am. Unprepared I am. But it wasn't going to be able to be performed live on the show because they just didn't have room. And they were only going to do the song from Black Panther that's nominated. And then they were going to do Shallow from A Star is Born because that's the one that's all over the radio. And we we all know that that's the one that's going to win because it's just everywhere. Are you talking about Bette Midler's The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns? Did she write it? She, she sang, it? sang it. Was Bette Midler in that movie? Uh, although Emily Blunt does indeed sing in last year's Mary Poppins sequel, Midler has confirmed that she will sing the nominated tune, The Place for Lost Things Go, from the Disney film. It's being performed. Oh, good! Okay, that makes In fact, I think, I think all five nominated songs are being performed in some capacity because okay. Lady, Lady Gaga insisted. Good! I'm so glad. Because, yeah, Lin-Manuel's point was that... As a child watching the Oscars, that mesmerized him, and it got him interested in the whole industry because a song from a movie that he knew was going to be performed, he was excited to see it, and then the more he watched, the more he was enthralled by the rest of it, and it propelled him forward. So, good. I am glad to be wrong. 
Also being performed is a, a weird cowboy song from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So hey. there's that. That's one of the things that I did not watch. That's weird. All right. So we were going to talk about... <laughs> we were going to go through the best picture The best list. pictures and t- talk about the ones we haven't seen. There are nine of them. Starting out, number one slot, my favorite one on this list, Black Panther. We saw that one. Yeah, we saw that one. So I guess we can't talk about it. I saw it twice. I also saw it twice. So good. It's a good movie, but I don't think it deserves to be on the best picture list. I think that's an interesting place. I feel like best picture is typically reserved for... um, Best pictures? Well, best picture, come to think of it, is typically reserved for films that are... Changing the scape of the movie industry um, and, like, have some significance in there culturally that you'll be able to see a ripple effect in the future. And I actually, I think Black Panther fits that bill. I mean, sure, if you want to frame it like that. But Best Picture is actually just about the best practices in film today. What do you mean? It's just the best fit picture that's the best... Directing, acting, like all of the components come together individually. It's the best one of that year. Okay. If what you said were true, the last few best pictures would not have won. Hmm. Because none of these best pictures from the previous years did anything for film. They were just really good films. Okay. I don't even... I can't even remember. Moon Moonrise. Moonrise. Which I did not see. Another What Did I Not Watch. I feel like we saw the one last year. Uh. Oh no. Oh no. Get out the phone. <sighs> research, research. Time to do some research. What are you saying? Research. What, what are you doing? Stop bringing class and culture to my podcast. It was The Shape of Water. Oh, it was. This is true. Okay, yeah, because that brought incredible cinematography. Uh, it was well really done, well done. Costumes. But yeah, I don't think that it's going to be like a moment that we can say like in the future. Oh, Fun. yes. Remember that film Shape of Water. Yeah. It's not going to be part of the classics. You know, like, like Casablanca. Oh, well, yeah, well, don't even touch the classics. No, but they're going to live forever. The the winners of today will not be remembered. How do you know? We're not in the future. I've everywhere. <laughs> All right, so Black Panther, we saw it. We can't talk about it. Move on to the next next question. Next one is Black Klansman. What? I did not see it. Is that that's... Yeah, that's the... Black Klansman. I know that Adam Driver plays the white guy sidekick to the actor who, as a black man, infiltrates the KKK. Yes. And it's terrible that I do not know his name. I know that Topher Grace plays a Klansman. Mm-hmm. Is it Jamie Foxx? It is not Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is not... Well, we're both terrible people. We didn't see it. I know there's three K's in the name. Yep. His name's John David Washington. He is an unknown to me in the my own personal zeitgeist. Well, everyone else is unknown in this movie, too. Adam Driver? Who's that? He... Yeah, don't it's don't a, explain. That's a joke. Fine. Come on, we know who he is. Fine. He's hosted Saturday Night Live twice. Fine. Anyway. I actually enjoyed his spot on Saturday Night Live. I went back and watched. So it. what's black? So so we know what Black Klansman is about. It's about a black guy who infiltrates the KKK. But to what end? I have no idea. 
Do they succeed? I assume they do because this is billed as a comedy, I think. I think, what? I thought it was like a... I'm so Why are we talking about movies that we haven't seen? You um, asked me to come up with I the know, content. I did. This is what I have provided for yeah. your entertainment this evening. I think it's 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 a Spike Lee joint. If if uh, uh, that means nothing to me because I don't know any Spike Lee movies. I'm so good I mean, at this. What did you do not the right watch? Thing there's there's Chirac, which was his movie before this one. Uh, I wouldn't say comedy fits his type of movie. It's, it, uh, his type of movie is usually some type of social commentary. Gotcha. That makes sense. So there you have it, folks. Jamie really does not know what she's talking about well, what, at all. What, what was your What was your vision for this segment? Um, that it would be funny. Okay. Well, let's move on to a different movie. <laughs> the next one, Bohemian Rhapsody. We know what that's about. We definitely know what that one's we about. We didn't see it. We did not. And I'm boycotting the movie because of Brian Singer. Remind me why. Brian Singer directed that movie... He directed, let's say, 90% of that movie before they conveniently removed him because of the sexual assault allegations that have followed him throughout his career. Yeah. Like, the Me Too movement happened, and it's good. It's still happening. But these allegations go back decades. Wow. And nothing has been done. He keeps getting hired. He is a horrible person, Mm. and he should not be acclaimed in any regard. He's not up for best director because oh he wasn't the director of the film. But he they was. Asked, they asked. They they basically forced him off four weeks before it went to theaters. <gasps> it was done. Wow! Like what kind of change can you conceivably make between now and then? You can't reshoot anything. All you're really doing at that point is kind of doing damage control and distancing yourself in case something happened. But that's but dishonest. of course nothing happened. Because right. he's immune for some reason. Because apparently, I, apparently, when you molest young boys, only Kevin Spacey is the one who gets in trouble. Ugh. Yeah. I am disgusted. That should not downplay the the great work that Rami Malek undoubtedly did. I okay. What I have seen is TV spots and interviews with Rami Malek about his preparations to play Freddie Mercury. And all of the research that he did. And I've seen a side-by-side of the shots from the movie with Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury. And the actual footage they took of that famous concert that's featured at the end of the film. And it is incredible the way that he has captured that same... Just the, the way of holding himself, the way of moving, and the presence is very, very impressive. Um, so I hope that Remy Malik wins Best Actor. Okay. Um, so and I would be the, fine with that. Right. And so then the movie itself doesn't necessarily get recognized. Um, and I, I don't, fine. I don't think it will because usually, uh, Best Director is tied to Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that doesn't happen all the time. Like I think, uh, maybe the year that Moonlight won Best Picture. Yes. I think La La Land got Best Director. It did, which is why everyone accepted it when it was read out wrong Mm -hmm. at the end. Um, But usually the trend is director is like actor, director, Best Picture kind of all line up. Right. Which means sorry, Bradley Cooper. Sorry. Not nominated for Best Director. He's not. He's not. What a shame. 
What a shame. Oh, another funny thing about Bohemian Rhapsody. You never saw the film, but apparently it's a plot point that uh, they... <laughs> Uh, the like the the music producer was hesitant of them recording Bohemian Rhapsody because they were saying no radio would play it because no one would sit through that entire song right. on the radio too long. The too movie weird. at no point does the movie play the entire song. <gasps> no. So the movie the script makes the point that no one will want to sit through it, and they're like, we're going to record it anyway. It's going to be a hit. But then the movie does what the radio producers like we're saying. Oh no. And they don't play the entire song. That is a shame. Man, that would have been so cool though. I would have seen I would have watched that yeah. all the way through. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Yep. Next one is the favorite. And I way I, I say that that way because it has a U in it. It is the proper British the proper spelling. British the favorite. Alright, so what is this movie about? This one I remember seeing the trailers because this one I was interested in. A English queen, I don't know which English queen, English queen. she has, I want to say, a favorite lady in waiting. Oh. And they get up to mischief, like oh? wrestling in the mud and doing Ooh. skeet shooting and oh. like horseback riding through water. Oh? So I don't know. Um, Emma Stone plays yeah. one of the people. And they hold hands? They hold hands. I There might be Do a they? third person. Is it? Oh. I don't know. This is the one. I, one of the iconic shots from this trailer is them sitting together in a bathtub full of bubbles. Ooh. I think. Don't point, quote me on that, listeners. At, I might be extremely wrong. At what point do they start making out? Not in the trailer at all. Oh. <clears throat> Less interested. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Henry's bringing the male perspective. <laughs> uh, the Favorite is a very good movie, and this episode's hetero levels are off the charts. Um, but, uh, it just looked like fun, and it looked so like... So I know Emma Stone, who plays the I queen. Um, Emma Thompson? No, I want to say it's Carrie em- Russell. Carrie Russell? I... Oh, I, I thought this of is... Carrie Elwes. I was like, Carrie Russell is a man. He's she's not. Give me your phone. No, why? Because mine has the list on it. You. This have to is look my fact checking phone. What do you? Uh... Yours is the fact checking phone. Mine is the content reference phone. Man, I lost my content already. You had content. Yes, of up? course I had. How do you spell favorite? Favorite, but with a U. <laughs> you don't know me. I do though. So I'm marrying you. Alright. Uh, the favorite. What are we looking up? Who plays the queen? Emma Stone. Oh, she plays the queen. No, I'm lying to you. Ah. Uh, Olivia Colman. Olivia Colman? I love Olivia Colman. Oh, we should see this movie. She's so good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She was in something recently that I was like, oh, it's so good that you're doing, doing stuff. Was it the favorite? No. Because <laughs> we didn't see the favorite. She was in something else, and she did really good. Murder on the Orient Express. Ah, yes. yes. That was fun. No, no, Olivia Colman. Wow. She's got to be nominated for Best Actress, I'm right? I'm sure she is. Let me let me look up the I hope she gets phone. it. She's been acting forever, you realize. She is. She is let, nominated for Lead Actress. Oh, Best she's lead not going to get it, but I wish she's she did. She's not going to get it because Glenn Close is nominated this year for The Wife, and everyone has been talking about how she's going to get it. It's called The Wife. 
That what happened to interesting titles in Hollywood? I know. Why is everything the blank, the favorite, the wife, the Roma? That's not what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. But nothing the is The Bohemian Rhapsody. The Black Panther. <laughs> the Black Panther. Actually, its official name is just Black Panther. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I broke it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm just being silly. But anyway, so the, the favorite. favorite is one that we did not watch, but we the want to. The forbidden love story between Emma Stone and Olivia Colman. Plus period costumes, which I love. Ooh, gross. Hey, what? <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. Ah. I'm making a tough joke. We're moving on. All right. What's the next film? The next film is Green Book. All right. I know what this one's about. I did not watch it and I know nothing. Of course we didn't watch it because you know what it's about? What is it about? A green book. Oh. Do, do we do we see what's inside the book? What? What? Do you ever at any point in what? the film see what the book contains? Remember? Or is it just... The cover, and should we jo- judge this movie solely? I don't by know if I cover. should make jokes about movies I haven't seen. I was gonna say, remember Silver Linings Playbook? It's like that, but green. Hmm. Let's find out how horrible the joke. Oh wait, I do know what this movie is because skipping down, you can see Viggo Mortensen is um, nominated for lead actor from Green Book. This is the one where there is a black piano player in the '60s who is. Going on tour, and his tour takes him down into the south, and he ah. needs to hire a bodyguard slash protector slash companion for the trip, and he hires a character played by Viggo Mortensen, um, and they bond. Yeah, they bond. That's the James way to say bond. that. Yeah, okay. But what's the Green Book? Is that the Book of Songs? I don't. Is that the know. Book of Songs? I don't know why it's called Green Book. Is it a good movie? Um, it looked like it would be fun. Um, no. um, the only thing I remember from the trailer is that um, Viggo Mortensen has introduced the pianist to fast food and like to go. So they're eating it in his fancy car as they drive to their next destination. And Viggo Mortensen throws his trash out the window. And then the pianist makes him turn around and pick it back up. Okay. Um, but it is... Uh, Comedy slash dramatic film, aka a dramedy. I mean, it's a period piece. Uh, yes, it is historical fiction. But it did look like fun, or and maybe actually like a biopic. Maybe this is uh, real. I may- yeah, I think it's based on a true story. But I don't know any of the names of the people involved, like the actual people. From what I've read from people who actually care about the Oscars. Uh, some people I follow on various social media platforms, they think uh, Green Book is kind of like a uh, a shoehorn. Like, it, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But maybe it doesn't deserve to be where it is. Maybe it's just sort of like, look, we care about race relationships. Ah. It's, it's here. And look, all, all these other people are here, too. Kind of like placating. Yeah, I could totally see that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much of that is true because I can't speak to any of this because I didn't see it. So let's move on. Let's move on. What did we not watch? The answer is Roma. It's on Netflix. It is? Yeah. What a shame. We'll never see it. Is this done entirely in black and white? Might be. I know that it was also up for a Writers Guild of America uh, Best Screenplay Award and it lost out to Bo Burnham for eighth grade. Oh. So, obviously, it's not that good. (laughs) 
right. I'm kidding. Eighth grade was phenomenal. What is Rome? Roma is Rome. Yes, that is what the Romans call Rome. I say Romans like they're. I think it's like also just Italian. Century warriors. <laughs> aroma is about. Um... An aroma is something you smell, Henry. No, wait, bring back the content reference. Oh, oh, you, you want to know? You don't want to make fun of me? Mm. Yeah. Um, Roma is directed by Alfonso Quiron. Oh, the man who directed my least favorite Harry Potter movie. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, he directed number three, and he, that's where it's all started to mess up and splinter from the books. He also did Children of Men, which is arguably one of the best science fiction movies of all time. I'm not saying that he's not a good director. I'm but just saying... But then again, he also did Gravity, which is one of the worst science fiction movies of all time. I'm saying a, the man has range. He has a very spotty track record as well. Ooh, is he nominated for Best Director of Roma? I think he must be. Wow, he my, is. He is indeed. There you have it, folks. He's going to win, and then Roma's going to be best picture. A year in the life of a middle-class family's maid in Mexico City in the early 1970s. So it's a period piece. It's filmed entirely in black and white, and it's by Alfonso Cuaron. That's yes. not how you say his name. Cuaron, I think. Cuaron. And uh, I just have not been more bored than by sentences in my life. I don't know what it is. I don't want to watch movies about people, you know? Why? It's boring. If I wanted to learn about people, I'd read a book. Okay, so instead of seeing images that are worth a thousand words, to use the most cliche of phrases. It's just boring. It's like, uh... You see expressions. You see, like, small touches of interaction. I forgot I was talking to an actor. All right. I'm just saying, both mediums have their place. Some stories work very well on screen, but would be terrible as a book. Some stories work very well as books, but would not be good on screen. I'm just saying, Remains of the Day is the, one of the better books I've ever read. And they did, they did a movie about it, and I'm sure nobody... I think it won Best Picture. What, what's it Anthony called? Anthony Hopkins plays a butler. Remains of the Day? Remains of the Day. I like Anthony Hopkins. I would watch this. Which is weird, because I think... Oh no, it's just written... Okay, anyway... Remains of the day. I think it won. I think it won an Oscar back in the day. Who knows? Hmm. There's a lot of things we don't know, listeners. I mean, about Oscars for sure, because who cares, right? Indeed, not us. We shall be on a plane in the sky. It was nominated. I don't think it won. Okay. Anyway, it's written by a Japanese man. It's all about an English butler. It's great. Interesting. Yeah, we'll put it on our list. Because it was written by a Japanese man, I always thought it was, the butler was Japanese, but then Anthony Hopkins played him. I was like, oh, I have to rethink everything I know about Remains of the Day. <laughs> and just like that interesting perspective, that I think book adaptations to film are very interesting because that is that person's interpretation of those words. Yeah. And it can either match up with what you've seen yourself or be vastly different and either you really like it or you hate it. And it's very polarizing and always interesting. One of the, one of a really good prime example is that Severus Snape in the books has facial hair. What? Yeah. He has a, gre- a greasy, greasy goatee. <gasps> but Alan Rickman can't grow facial hair, so he didn't have it in the movies. What do you mean he can't? Doesn't he have facial hair in a movie? For Hans Gruber. He's got... Is that a prosthetic? It's probably prosthetic. Fine. All right. I also don't think he has facial hair. 
I think he does. I think he's got a mustache. Use the reference phone. Research. Research. This is the most. Gonna do some research. This is the most I've ever, like, looked. Oh, okay, yeah. He's got, like, a. He's got wispies. Yeah, yeah. He's got wispies. Yep, that's what I was picturing. I don't think they're grown, though. Yeah, probably not. Look at that. Look at him twirling Look that, that little suppressor. Alan Did Goodman. I lose my content again? We no, miss good. you, sir. No, we got it. All right. Rest in peace, facial hair. <sighs> Indeed. Okay. Two more. Jesus Christ, this is less than We're almost forever. there. Okay. Second to last, what did we not watch is A Star is Born. And Ugh. neither of us watched it. Okay. I, I heard multiple times from all the women, oh, it's all good, you should watch it, but bring all your tissues. And I was like, oh, I'm did, not interested. Does the dog die? No, there's no dog. Oh, I, I met Bradley Cooper. <laughs> He's not a dog. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing about A Star is Born. It has been iterated upon. It has been remade so many times. It got nominated for a Best Screenplay thing for the Writers Guild of America Awards. And Chelsea Peretti, who, who emceed the event, yeah. in her opening monologue, quoted Bradley Cooper saying like, it was his dream. He had a dream about like, like writing this this film. And she was like, oh, did that dream happen to take place in... 1956 or 1972 or 1993? That's all so recent. You don't... You shouldn't... Remakes should not be nominated for any awards. Because they're just regurgitation of ideas. Mom, I didn't... My mother is visiting because of the upcoming wedding. Oh boy, we all know. Um... (laughs) And I didn't realize that A Star is Born was a remake until she mentioned... That she had seen it. My mom has seen this movie. Um, but she said it was not as good as the Barbara Streisand one, which yeah. happened in 1993. I think 93. Um, which is the first time that it was the story was between two singers. My mom was aware that the other time, at least one of the other times they did the story, it was between a vaudeville star and a film star. Between the two of them. Yeah. And then when Barbara Streisand wanted to do it, they turned it into a singer situation. And then they kept that same thing. So it's not even a it's new some, take, a yeah. fresh take on the remake. It is a remake of a remake of a remake that copies that last second to last remake. You got to push boundaries. You can't... You can tell a compelling story. But, like, it needs to be original. And, and like, a remake is great for your first, like, de- Director debut, the mm-hmm. di- directorial debut. Yes, that, because it's kind of like it's, yeah, it's, it's safe. kind of been done before. You can draw from the past and call it an homage, and no one will call you a hack. Yep. But there's a reason why he didn't get nominated for best director, even though everyone's like, "Oh, he got snuffed." He's he got Bradley Cooper got snuffed. I think it uh, I, snuffed. Yeah, snuffed. Snuffed. Got Bradley. Co- Bra- I'm just saying, Bradley Cooper's better off. As a CGI raccoon than he is as... Can he sing? He can sing? Um, yeah. A lot of actors, when they put them in musicals, turns out they surprisingly have been harboring the secret magical singing voice. Why does what everyone, it comes down why does to everyone is, make fun of Emma Watson? What it comes down to why is... Why does everyone make... She's singing look, Beauty and the she Beast. She sings fine. She just doesn't sing as well as other people. Bradley Cooper sings quite well. Not as well as some other people, but people are smitten with him for his looks. So there you have it. But what it boils down to, I believe, is that 
Uh, Wait, singers. People I mean, are spending with Emma Watson's listen, look. Why listen, are they calling her a bad singer? Let me make my point, sir. Okay, finally you speak up. Well, you said not shout. I'm trying to do an imbalance. Um, I think that the reason that actors who are cast in musicals, people say, oh, suddenly they have this voice that we didn't know about all along. They didn't have it all along, but now they have regular singing lessons. Anyone can be taught to sing at least decently. And if you start out with at least half a good voice, it becomes greater. There you go. So anyway, his song's all over the radio. It's is about it? it's about a Wait, star. Is it Lady Gaga is doing something that's not singing. Bradley Cooper is singing and I think he's like Where's running she? out of inspiration. He meets her and suddenly she becomes his muse, but also what? She is a singer too? They go together. I think they get married, and then they have a nice, big, happy concert. But, but then I know someone dies at the end. Yeah, someone has to die. Because uh, there's a lot of crying. Because, well, to win an Oscar, someone needs to die in your film. Oh, no. That's the law. <laughs> this is true. Someone has to die. There needs to be one death. At least one. Emotional. Ah. Yeah, it can't be just a bad guy. But there you have it. I think, I hope that it, maybe it wins a song thing. I'm sure it will. But it, then it just gets snubbed everywhere else. Yep. That song actually is an original. Oh, that's good. Lady that's Gaga good wrote it. Good. Um, so. Yeah. And it's catchy. I sing, find uh, myself singing it quite uh, often. I've never heard it. It's not on any radio station I listen to. We listen to the same one. What? What? We do. It's the same one. I switch off all the time. Okay. The radio station that we listen to, 93.3 KGSR, also ACL Radio, doesn't play Ariana Grande, so I have to switch off of it on occasion. Oh, no. I've got to find that Ariana Grande. Yeah, she's got three songs on the radio right now. Got to get that Thank You Next. Thank You Next, Seven Rings, and like Breathe. Who knows? Who knows? Not I. There's also one that's like Break Up With Your Girlfriend. That one's pretty good. I saw the title for it. And it's on the same album as Thank You Next. It's very interesting. I think she's a hot She's pod. all over the place yes. thematically. Let's get to that last movie. That though. last, what did we not watch, is Vice. The true untold story, not really true, based on a true story. Vice President. Dick Cheney. Yeah. Worming his way in to way more responsibility than had ever been given before to a vice president. Yeah. And played by Christian Bale, and completely unrecognizable in that role. For oh me. yeah, well Christian Bale is a chameleon. Oh yeah, just in the same way as Gary Oldman, not so much lately, but used to be. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale is a transformative actor who just literally disappears into the role he's playing. I know a little bit about Vice. I know it was written by the same guy who did The Big Short, ah. and it has a, a very similar uh, storytelling style with cutaways, with explanations. That's Kind of more jarring than what people are useful are used to, and I also know that people are kind of saying that it didn't quite do it didn't that style didn't fit this movie as well as it fit the big short. I could see that because in the big short, they're running a con in in reality, mm-hmm. and so then that style of kind of the quick cut, um, it it feels kind of like a heist movie in yeah. a sense. 
to see all the different sides of this that they're setting up all the dominoes to fall. Um, but in this sense, it's like part biopic. Yeah, it's more linear. Yeah, you know. So it doesn't seem like it fits as well. The, all I know about the film is that it tells the story of Dick Cheney. It's got Amy Adams in it playing um, uh, Mrs. Cheney, and Sam Rockwell plays President George W. Bush. Okay. And that is all I know. I yeah, and I don't know any more than that. I just know those few things. And I, I mean, part of the cutaways in the Big Short were to explain financial terms that were not in the public vernacular. And they did a good job of, like, here's a celebrity to explain this really complex financial term to you. That's right. And I think there's less of that in Mm -hmm. Vice because it should be, it should be more straightforward. It should be more just like chronologically easy to follow rather than jumping around from different groups. You're also only focusing on one subject rather than three different groups of people. Right. So, you know, who knows? We didn't watch it. We did not. <laughs> if you, if you no watch this. watches these movies. Please, please write in and tell us all about it. Um, they're not going to So do we that. don't have to watch it. Because they didn't watch it. And that's it. We made it through all the best picture lists. I was considering so who, going through animated features. Well, until the Spider-Verse is going to win. I hope it does. I really hope it does. It, it's it, in there. It wanted the Golden Globes, which is a bad sign. Yeah. But if any, if, if the Academy has any brains in their head, which they don't, because the We Are Frozen one was like, oh yeah, it's Disney. People love Disney. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I know. And a lot of the a lot of the people in the Academy don't vote for that category. Really? Or they just say like, oh, Disney's pretty good. And then that's their vote. Oh. A lot of people, because like the comments, they come out over time. Yes. The comments that Academy members write by their votes come out. It's like, oh yeah, my daughter loves this and must be good. Okay, no. No. Small children have poor taste. Yeah. So, uh, the, like, there's a reason why there's no best comedy section right. in the Oscars. And I, I, I'm really starting to think there should not be an animation category because they don't care. Yeah. They really don't. Yeah, I used to be a Marvel because I think, okay, I read recently that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs won its Oscar in a category that was specially made for it. Yeah. Um, and I might have read that sentence wrong. It might be that it won an Oscar, as in an Oscar trophy that was specially made for it because I know that Oscar that they received was one normal size Oscar on top of a a seven-step pedestal, like at the Olympics, um, and with seven smaller Oscars um, yeah. next to it on each step. So, like, the large one and seven dwarf ones. Yeah. Which is cute. But now I'm wondering if the category of best animated f- feature film was created for Snow White and Seven well, Dwarfs to recognize that film. Because that was life-changing. That was the first animated film. What are you talking about? First animated feature film, yes. So what would compete against it? I don't know. Maybe Nothing. they just wanted to recognize it. Nothing. But they there might yeah. have been controversy in putting that film in the same category as live-action films. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just interesting tidbit about Snow White, which I found out recently. Uh, a lot of the... Uh, animators and artists who were in charge of painting the cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every single uh, paper and ink drawing that was combined to make this movie 
a lot of them were women. And as they were painting, they couldn't figure out the, just the right hues to use for Snow White's face. She was so too pale. They used their own makeup. And they, 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 they were like, they couldn't find a way to put the blush on without making it look bad. Yes, and cartoonish. And so they, they suggested using their own makeup. Yeah, I read the same thing. Yeah, but Walt didn't suggest that. No, it was the pen it and was, ink girls. Yes, exactly. And they, they just did it. And, the, and then Walt was reviewing the cells and he was like, this is a very interesting texture. What's going on here? And they're like, we used our own makeup. They did, they did Snow White's makeup for every single cell that yeah. she was on, which I think is really incredible. It's insane. Yeah. And I was, and I went out and I looked back at pictures. It's not just her blush. It's her eyeshadow. It's everything. And she looks so pretty. And that's why. And that's it makes why. me happy. Yeah. So anyway, um, the only one that I would potentially see, I would, I would be, no. I want Spider-Man into win. the Spider-Verse to win, win, but the only other one no, that no, I no. wouldn't be completely heartbroken Don't if it won it. instead. Don't say it. Oh, fine, then I won't. Our listeners will be forever That's in suspense. That's not the guy. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. It is Wes Anderson. Yeah. He's a well-known director, so I could conceivably see who yeah. someone who yeah. was voting without, watch, without actually watching these movies would just throw for it. But... I thought that was a very well-made film. It was very good. It tugged at all of the different heartstrings that I have. Dogs. Laughing and also crying. With dogs. Multiple dogs. The dogs were great. They did and a good Japan. job. Yes, I thought it was very interesting. Your your dog heartstring and your Japan heartstring. Sure. <laughs> were, were very much tugged. So many strings. All right. Well, that was What Didn't You Watch. What Didn't You Watch. And so we didn't watch anything. Apparently not. But Hopefully we spent, that segment was fine. We spent so much time telling you about what we didn't see. Yes. Hopefully you're still listening at this point. Well, they, no one turns off a podcast mid-listen, right? Hello? If you're there, nod so we can tell. <laughs> we can't tell. You're silly. Oh, yeah. Yep, there well, you are. Thanks for being here. So we've I got, got you. We've got a few minutes left. We do. And I've got I've got some content <gasps> that I prepared. You have content. Yes, despite my joke earlier, I made content. I didn't make it. I just found it, and now we're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, this is uh, it's a little BuzzFeed question say, that says these random relationship questions will determine how long it will last. <gasps> and I thought on the eve of our wedding week. Oh my. And this episode will come out on the eve oh, yeah, of the, our wedding itself. On the eve of our wedding. Let, I'm going to ask you these very visual questions. Oh my. And and we'll, we'll just go through it together. Wait, what is a visual question? All of the answers are pictures and I'm just going to read <laughs> the pictures to you. Okay. Um, so, and this is going to get a little, this is going to get a little, maybe a little bit too intimate, you know? Maybe this is something we don't want to share in the podcast. All right, listeners, plug your ears. They can't because what? they have earphones on. They're already plugged. Okay. Okay, here we go. So the first question, and I warned you beforehand. Yes. Which salad ingredient best describes what you're like in bed? Excuse me? You have a picture of ranch, a picture of kale... A picture of cheese, a picture of what looks to be little seeds, a picture of romaine lettuce, <laughs> and a picture of croutons. That's too many choices. I'm an indecisive person. Ranch, kale, cheese, seeds, 
Romaine lettuce or croutons? Do I need to answer this and you answer this separately? No, it's, this is just you. You're taking this quiz, but you're not looking at it. Rude. It is rude. Um, I'm going to say cheese. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. cheese is smooth. Which color does your significant other, so me, yes. absolutely kill it in? You kill it. Gray? A beige brown? A dark blue? A dark red, white, or black? Dark blue. All right. Where's the first place you'd look for your partner in a game of hide-and-seek? Mm. A picture of a bed. A picture of a desk. A picture of a bathroom. A picture of a kitchen. A picture of a utility room. Or a picture of what looks to be like a living room. Um... I feel like if it was you, you would be joking, and so you would just go lie in the bed and put the covers on yourself. Well, that'd be great. And so then the bed. Which of these popular vacations would you never take together? Never. A cruise, tropical island, desert camping, backpacking in a foreign country, mountain cabin, city you've never been to. Well, we're doing the city we've never been to so for not, our honeymoon. Yeah, not that not, one. It's not that one. Probably desert camping. All right. Because I think if we go camping ever again, <laughs> based off of your one terrible experience you had with me camping previously, yeah. we like it to be like covered and sheltered in the woods with things interesting things to look at. I don't think the desert would bode well. Okay. How many unpaired single socks... Are there in your sock collection? My sock collection. Your. Wait, let me think. Before you throw numbers out, I need to get an idea. Okay, go. One sock. At least three socks. Five socks. More than seven socks. Whoa. They are all basically unmatched or zero. At least three. All right. But I don't think it's five. Surprise! Oh! You're making your significant other dinner tonight. What's on the menu? Uh, grilled chicken and rice? Some type of tacos? A pizza with bay, bay leaves on it? Oh, no. No, because the bay leaves. <laughs> Some type of noodle dish? Hamburger and fries? Or what looks like to be grilled vegetables? I think if it was me making it, Especially with a surprise, like, last-minute situation, yeah. probably the chicken and rice. All right. Which one of these doggos would you and your significant <gasps> other adopt? Okay, you can't. All of them. All of them. Well, there is a... Co like. All content is dead, and BuzzFeed has killed it. Okay, that's not good content for radio. No. There's there there is a a happy looking dog with his tongue hanging out with his head cocked. Oh, so cute. There is a concerned looking dog looking off in the distance, like with a with a mouth grimace. Oh, that one. Uh, there is a brown doggo looking off to the side, like you're holding that treat. Ooh. There's a black doggo who looks like he sees like an enemy in the distance. Ooh. There's a little a Dutch hound. A Dotsund? A little Dotsund sitting like the Sphinx. Ooh. And a little, little Pogo looking like, why would you ever hurt me? Aww. Which one of them doggos? All of them. You gotta, you gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. You, you okay, okay. Pick Tell one. me more about the one who looks like he's looking at a treat. Uh, he's kind of like, eh. 
Wait, wait. Tell me about what kind of doggy is he? What color is he? Uh, he's like a chocolate dog. You don't. Oh, I forget. You don't know dog breeds. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a doggo. Listeners, it's like a, a dog man. Listen. Or dog girl. Listen up. Oh no. Henry has told me multiple times <laughs> about, about the adorable little what he calls beagle. It's not a beagle puppy. I've known. Lives, I know now. It's lives not a beagle. below. In the apartment below us it's, and runs free in the yard that is fenced. It's like a Scottish terrier. He said multiple times. What's a Boston terrier look like? He said beagle. It's and not, I was like, oh, beagle. I can't wait to meet him. It's not a beagle. We were walking down the street. A different time, I pointed out a beagle. Well, and I was it? like, is that going to be Enzo? He's like, no, that's not what Enzo looks like. And I said, well, that's a beagle. And he said, oh, then so Enzo is not, not a beagle. beagle. And then he said Scottish Terrier. Maybe Boston. I don't Boston, know about you, Boston listeners, Terrier? but those two dogs do not look anything alike. Oh my gosh. So therefore, I cannot trust Henry when he describes these dog pictures. Alright, what's doggy? Uh, I want the, I want the happy one with his tongue out. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Which of these things is your mutual vice as a couple? Social media. Nope. Sex. Sweets. Ooh. Shopping. Booze or weed? Okay, not that one. Yeah. Uh, not shopping. You hate shopping. That's the worst. Why is Netflix movies not on here? I don't know. What? What? I can't answer it for you. Uh, I'm just reading the quiz. Booze. booze. When we go out, we like to have margarita drinks. Which of these animals is basically your ex? Now, this is getting into territory. Who knows? A raccoon stealing some trash? A clownfish? A cobra? A morning dove? A rat? Or a goat? Hmm. I would say the clownfish. Oh, we only got five years. What? We only got five years. What? We only got five years. This wedding's only going to last five years. No. Based on science. No. What? No. Will we go back, pick a different doggo. Maybe that'll change it. <laughs> I, if you pick all of the dogs, then we break the test. I Wait, can't. let me see him. I, oh, no. I would have totally done that other doggo if I had seen oh, him Oh, well, too person. bad. Too bad. Oh, no. That, that made the difference, That's I'm guessing. It. That's it. The test is wrong. I can't pick a different doggo. Test five is years? Wrong. All we got. All we have is five years. That's sad. That is sad. Man, what a good run, though. It's so sad. They made a musical about it. The last five years? Yep. Jason Robert Brown. Is that the one that starts in the beginning and the end of relationship? And you go... Yep. And then you cross over and then it's Memento? Yes. I think you would enjoy this film, but you don't believe me and you'll, you won't I watch it. I will never me. watch it. You it's know, got Anna Kendrick in it. You like Anna Kendrick. I actually don't. Oh. I just know she's in Pitch Perfect. Oh. That's all I know. I thought that's why you knew she, she was She looks in like there. a mouse. She's nice. I'm I'm not talking about her personality. Okay. I'm saying her the animal that she reminds me of is a mouse. Okay. Sure. <laughs> You're so disappointed in me. I am. I want I I like that film. I would watch it again. Oh, well. I was hoping to watch it with you. We can watch it together. Who's Yay. in it? Uh Anna Kendrick. Oh. And Jeremy Jordan, I think is his That's name. That's not a real person. He's a Broadway star. Oh, you're thinking of Jeremy Irons. He played Scar? Okay, no, he's not. In okay, it. you're thinking... No, that... Oh, Jeremy Renner, he plays a Hawkman? Sure. Hawkman? Hawkman. From 
Avengers? And he is also very good at Tag. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Tag. That was a good movie. That was filmed. That was Where's that Oscar? That's what we did watch, listeners. What was that Oscar? The film Tag with... Um, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Ed Nick Helms. Nick Kroll. That's not his no. name. <laughs> Nick, Nick Jones. Nick... Nick Mann. That's not his name. Nick from New Girl. Nick from New Girl. His name's John Jones. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Also in Hannibal. John Hamm. Ja Rule. And Ed Helms. Hannibal Buress. Also, yes, um, Hannibal Buress and Ela Fisher from Uh, Confessions of a Shopaholic. And from that one season of Arrested Development. Throwing it back. Yes. Yes. Four. Also five. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, uh, the second half of season five for Arrested Development is dropping on March 15th. Oh, what? Yeah, anyway. I forgot that there was only half. I forgot what season five was about. There's a campaign, but that's it that I remember. What did we not watch? We did watch that. We did watch it, but maybe we shouldn't have. Anyway. That's about it for the episode. I think... I had more content. We were going to pull apart Ariana Grande's uh, greatest hits. Oh, which one? Thank You Next. I think Thank You Next is a great song. I, I think it's a great song, but I think there's conflicting messages in it. Ooh. But we don't have time to talk about oh, it. No, I'm Sorry, sad. Ariana Grande. You got pushed for time. Um, maybe next time we'll get to you. Thank you, Ariana Grande. Next. next. <laughs> that was funny. Also, Seven Rings is trash. I don't disagree with you. Sure. You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. Anyway, it's a lyric from the song Seven Rings. I believe you, because I did not ever listen to it. Uh, it's on the radio. What did you not hear? Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. You said bring a, seg- a segment. I have brought it. You brought the entire show. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. Special thanks goes out to this episode to Jamie for basically providing all of the content. She really stepped up this week. I had content prepared, but we blew through it in like five minutes because that's what we always do with my content. Basically, I'm just here to introduce the show, give insight into what other people are talking about, usually John, and then close the show. That's all I do. Oh, you're so I'm, good I'm at it. I'm a talk show Yeah, you're so good at it. I'm a talk show host. Your dream. My dream is just to talk to famous people and ask them like dumb questions about, no, isn't having kids weird? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to ask you not to make that face again. No. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it's time for the social media plugs. Ooh. Uh, Would you want to do them? No. Why not? It's so Um, easy. It's very easy. I would not be good. Jamie... Would you call yourself an avid listener of this podcast? I would. You listen to every episode. I do. I do not retain (laughs) anything. All right. Okay. If you want, I will, I will give it my best. Your first mistake. I'm going to jump in and save you. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Safety net, you know. Safety net. I appreciate that. Husband to be. Well, listeners, if you enjoyed this episode of Zero Credits podcast, Then make sure to listen to our backlog. It is on Spotify. It is on Apple Music slash iTunes. And while you're there looking at the backlog, make sure to hit that subscribe button and to leave us a review. 
because we have some, but not enough. And if you like it, tell us why. Um, if you don't like it, don't say that. Maybe just send us an email on our ZCPC... Wait, Zero Credits is a podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can send us that constructive feedback, not in front of the entire world. Thanks very much. Um, so we also have a Twitter. That one is at ZCPCWHJ at Twitter.com. Because Twitter has a dot com, does it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yes, I'm so good at this. Okay, um, so that is for the short things that you want to talk to us about. Tell us what you didn't watch, or if you did watch one of these Oscar films, loved it, are rooting for it, let us know. Um, and if you would have voted for a different doggo in that weird test, please, please, by all means, tell us so that we will know where our loyalties lie. They were all pretty good. I did look at the pictures later. They're all good doggos. Okay, so we got the musics, we got the Gmail, we got the Twitter, what else we got? A Twitch. I am not on it. I have never seen the Twitch. What did I not watch? The Twitch. But I have heard it is good. And I promise you that sometime within the next two months, Henry and John will do something on that Twitch, folks. I said it, therefore I will help make it happen. Um... And lastly, but not leastly, most important is the word of the mouth. If you like this podcast, please, by all means, tell your friends. I have told multiple friends, I am proud to say, and hopefully they listen. If you're listening and you're enjoying, that's great. Pass it along. You never know what someone else will become an avid listener like yourself. And I think that's it. Yeah, that was pretty good. Woohoo! That was pretty good. I just want to drop one more thing. That's uh, twitch.tv slash zero credits. That's the URL for the Twitch. Thanks. I did not know that. That's fine. That's fine. And uh, everything else was perfect. The one thing is you didn't throw to me to say what ZCPCWHJ stands <gasps> no! for. And therefore, you failed. Oh, I'm so, so you were so close. I'm so it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you were doing your driving test and you had to exit a highway and someone was right behind you and had to make a right turn. Um, so you took it a little fast. If it was snowy, that would not have been safe. You can't get your driver's license. That, that is, that is un, unreasonably rude to bring up my past <laughs> in such a sharp fashion. <laughs> anyway. From everyone here at the Zero Credits 2 Bath 2 Bedroom Studio Apartment. It's not a studio apartment. Oh, apartment studio. We've upgraded. We want to wish you a happy week. Bye, happy week. Yes. Wish us a happy wedding, please. <laughs> I hope it's good. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be so good. We're going to have lots of alcohol. Yeah. Two drinks minimum. <laughs> Party. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We did it. It's over. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was long. Eh.
But like normal-ish long? Yeah, it's normal. Okay. Yeah. I'm tired now. How do you do that? 